Jennifer Bogard. I'm a life coach and a fellow traveler on this path that we call life. I've created this podcast because I've noticed how many of us are sleepwalking on the journey. We need to wake up. We have one life and it matters. This podcast is for anyone who senses that life is meant to be more than the one you are living today. You want to be happy. You just want peace. You want something different. You're desperate for a change. But how? If this is you, then you are in the right place. Each week, I'll provide you with a bite-sized nugget that will help you to wake up to the life that is calling you. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to Wake Up, Your Life is Calling. This is episode number seven. Today, as I record this, I have my windows open and it is November in Tennessee. So it is a good day, my friends, and it is raining and I am listening to the sound of the rain. Love it. One of my most favorite simple pleasures. All right. Well, I'm excited to dive into this topic today. So I wanted to just start with a quick story. Several years ago, I used to work at a hospice agency. And let me just tell you that working for a company that's primary mission is to help people die well, is a really unique experience. And the work that we did there was sacred. And I was in human resources. So I didn't have the honor of direct patient care or family contact. But I still felt incredibly proud to just be a part of it. Well, while I was working there, I attended a lunch and learn about grief. And I remember the speaker saying that there is no such thing as good and bad things. Things and people, for that matter, aren't bad or good. They just are. It is us who labels them with our judgments and opinions. She said that we could choose to look for the gifts in every circumstance. Now, of course, this was in the context of death and dying and grief, arguably the most profound loss and sadness and heightened, most of the time negative emotion that any of us will ever experience. And certainly there are many tragic stories that could be told around all of those experiences, right? But here she was saying that none of it was inherently bad or good, and all of it just was what it was. And we have the opportunity to look for gifts and choose where we want to focus. In my work with clients, I define circumstances as things that are outside of us that are factual, meaning they could be proven in a court of law. 
Circumstances are things like the temperature outside, the number on the scale, the balance in your bank account, the color of your shirt, the commitments that you have on your calendar, your kid's grade in algebra, your address, your marital status, your job title, you get the picture. Facts. Circumstances also include other people and the words that they say and the actions that they take or that they don't take. Now, the thing about circumstances is that they are outside of us and we cannot control them. And again, this includes the people around us, even our people, the people in our families who live in our homes, who we love the most in the world and who also love us back. We cannot control them. But this doesn't keep us from trying, does it? (laughs) We work at trying to control the things and the people around us like it is our job. And if that's you today, I would just gently ask you, how is that working for you? I spent so many years trying to control my now ex-husband. I really believed that if he would just be different, then I could be happy. And I told him this all of the time. I told him exactly what I needed from him. And if he could just do these things, then I could be happy and happy wife, happy life, right? Well, sometimes he'd get on board and he would change and he would do what I asked, but it never lasted. Eventually, he'd go back to his old ways. Eventually, he would go back to being himself. So what I'm asking you to consider today, my friend, is that people and circumstances are what they are. They are not inherently bad or good. The truth is that circumstances, including other people, are both good and bad. That's not always apparent to us, right? But we always have the option to look for the gifts or to look for the good in every circumstance. So think of a time in your life when something or someone seemed terrible or maybe amazing in the moment. But later down the road from a different perspective, you view the same exact situation or person completely differently. Because from a more zoomed out perspective, you saw things that you could not see in the moment. So why not practice doing that on the regular? So here is an exercise that will help you to adjust your focus. Think of a situation that is taking up a lot of brain space for you right now, a situation that is weighing on your mind. Write down that story exactly as you would share it with your best friend over coffee, every detail. Then go back and read it and circle the facts of the story. Now remember, facts are things that can be proven in a court of law. So my guess is that what you'll notice is that there are very few facts that you've written. 
most of your story will be your thoughts, your opinions, and judgments of the situation. So when I do this exercise with my clients, they will so often relay their thoughts and opinions and judgments to me like they are just reporting the weather, like they are facts because they believe them so strongly. But rest assured, my friend, just because you think it doesn't make it true. So once you have distilled your story down to just the facts, read it again. Then go back and write it again, looking for the gifts. So some questions that you can ask yourself to generate new thoughts around these facts are, what am I not seeing here? What else is possible? What does this situation make possible? What are the gifts? What if I were watching this situation play out on the screen in the movie of my life? How would I want it to end? What can I do to help create the outcome that I want? Answer these questions and then write the story again. The same facts with a different perspective. Shift your focus to look for the gifts. Notice that both stories contain the same elements of truth and you can choose which story you want to practice telling. You get to choose where you want to focus. The power here is recognizing that circumstances are what they are and we can't control them. We can't control things and people outside of us, but we always have a hundred percent control over what's happening inside of us. If circumstances are in effect neutral, right? They contain both good and bad elements. So in effect, they are neutral and you get to choose how you want to think and feel about any given situation or circumstance in your life. Why not choose to look for the gifts? It's self-serving, right? It just feels better. But my friend, this will not come natural. Your brain is wired to keep you safe and to look for danger and for threats. So you will have to practice this. You will have to practice looking for the gifts. To wrap up, I want to invite you to do the same exercise that I just described with the story of your life. Tell the story of your life thus far. Write it down in detail. Pull out just the facts and then rewrite your story from a different perspective. From a 10 or 30,000 foot view, from a more zoomed out perspective, from a more hope filled perspective. And then imagine that you were watching it on the screen. Imagine that you're watching the movie of your life. How do you want to see it? end? How do you want to see it go from here? And who do you have to be? What do you have to do or believe to create that ending? Imagine the best possible scenario and keep imagining it. Live into it. Look 
for the gifts in each day and every circumstance. That's what I have for you today, my friends. I hope it was helpful. Have a beautiful week and I will see you again soon. Mm -hmm.